and welcome to the Poison Honey Podcast, where we discuss the bitter truths of life with raw vulnerability, honesty, and just a dash of humor. And sometimes I think I'm funny, a comedian or something. Um, I am your host, Manuela Gray. I am an artist, storyteller, and a podcaster, amongst other things. So today I am doing my very first solo episode, which is a bit nerve-wracking to be honest. Um, I've been putting it off uh, because I'm used to having a conversation with people or with another person um, about a a topic, uh, whether it be something that went on in their life or both of our lives and we have this discussion. So today it's just me and you. And I am bringing you the topic of burnout. First, I would like to tell you how I got here. Because for those that listen to me on like the audio only uh, platforms like Spotify, you know that I put out the interlude, uh, which was the episode zero of season two, basically. And in there, I said I want to challenge myself to do solo episodes. And I've been thinking ever since, what am I going to do? Um, in a solo episode, what am I going to talk about? It kind of feels weird to sit here and talk about something um, by myself, basically. So first I thought, okay, self-care seems like an, an interesting topic to do by myself. But I then took it a step further and I wanted to bring the topic of burnout and tell you my personal story of when I was burned out, a period of time when I was really, really burned out and how I got to that point and how I moved on from there. Um, and my intention is really, my intention is really um, to help you understand and navigate burnouts and, and so in doing so, you can reclaim your energy um, your passion and purpose, or or better yet, better than reclaim the that energy, passion, and purpose, you can avoid losing it <laughs> in the in, in in the first place. I hope I, I hope I can uh, help you, or at least help you reduce burnout. Hi, this is editing room. Manorak coming to you to say that I am not a a medical professional. I am just sharing my story and hoping that through sharing my story, that helps you recognize burnout sooner. Um, But if you are in need of like medical advice, please, please get a medical professional. Okay, thank you. Very first. Um, we should define what a burnout is and what it is not. Um, I'm reading now from mental health uh, slash uk.org or whatever that line is. Um, so burnout is a state of physical and emotional exhaustion. It can occur when you experience long-term stress in a job or when you have worked in a physical or emotionally draining role for a long time. And then we have a list of common symptoms here. 
So the common symptoms or signs of burnout is feeling tired or drained most of the time, feeling helpless, trapped, and or defeated, feeling detached or alone in the world, having a cynical or negative outlook, self-doubt, procrastinating, and taking longer to get things done, and a feeling of overwhelm or of feeling overwhelmed, I should say. So the, the, the own uh, explanation I had here of burned out, uh, thanks to our friend uh, Chad GPT that helped me with the out- outline of this, um, of this podcast episode. Um, according to our good friend Chad GPT, it describes the burnout as a state of chronical uh, chronic physical, emotional, and mental exhaustion. It also made a, dis- uh, <laughs> a distinction um, the, from that basically there's a difference between what is uh, uh, what is burnout and what is stress and what is um, exhaustion. So. It does say that the burnout occurs as a result of prolonged exposure um, to excessive stress. So kind of in line with what I just read. Um, And it differentiates the burnout from stress um, because the burnout gives you then feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, and diminished interest. And it also made a distinction between burnout and fatigue because it says, well, fatigue, you can, you can rest and take care of yourself um, for a couple of days or say you just take a day off or something like this. And um, basically you can recover from them much faster than... Uh, a burnout because once you reach this point of burnout and this is from my own experience not any website or ai (laughs) um but from my own experience once you've reached this point of burnout it is hard to to really recover as quickly um I, i think if i can compare this if you have like a campfire and the campfire, I'd say, was burning. That's you at your peak. You're doing the things, getting things done um, with some level of, of stress and, and kind of urgency behind what you're doing. And then the, the, the stress and the fatigue is like water. Let's say it's rain and it starts and it's just little bits of rain and at first, because it's it's not a significant amount of rain, um, or maybe it's like uh, <laughs> I want to say chip, but I, I don't think that's the right word in 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 English at least. Um, like it's just little spatters of of rain, um, little drips, right? Then at this point. If the fire is still kind of burning, maybe it diminishes a little bit. 
then the spatter stop and then it grows again, then a little bit more spatter, you get the, the idea. I'm not going to go too long into this. But once it pours rain, and I, I now attribute this pouring of rain with like every prolonged stress and exhaustion, um, at this point, the fire will go out. And then, you know, the wood is wet or whatever material you use to burn the fire with is wet. And you're going to have to wait for that material to dry completely before you can try and lit a fire again. So I think in my own <laughs> way, um, I hope that that gives kind of a visual of what a burnout is in, in a very literal um this keeps sticking the sorry <laughs> it's hitting the the table i hope the mic doesn't pick that up but so uh i where was i burn out the fire literal example of like the fire and water being the stress um and just putting your fire out basically and I will go a step further because, um, I mean, the example I first read was very specific to work, work environments, but I think it, it's more than that. I don't think that work or working is the sole, um, reason behind the burn, burnout. So work life balance has a big role to do with it. Um, especially if I, if I go into my theories. With like, um, okay, so here's what I did. <laughs> I, I, I thought of uh, um, when I was burnt out and I categorized it as like um, three types of burns out, burn, burnouts that were happening at the same time in, uh, in my life. And the first one was, um, I was going to say, Work related, it was more. Um, let's start, see. Performance, performance related. Um, performance related burnout. Um, and then to a broader extent, I attribute this performance um, as, as a symptom of basically capitalism, um, the systems that, that, and puts this pressure on us to perform, to be efficient, to, to achieve a bunch of goals so we can go like, look at us, we can do all of these things, right? Um, that, and then I had another burnout that was from being in a toxic relationship. And yeah, it was exhausting um, to be in that situation. And it, it went on for five years. So and at the end of five years with that, like toxicity, you, you can burn out. I, I I'm wholeheartedly believe that. And the other one that I attribute to this is um, in, in maybe an existential burnout. Why? Um, because I think this is something that a lot of activists suffer because um, they're constantly engaged in um, 
uh, the society, engaging in like social, political, and environmental issues. And you're so emotionally invested and you want to f- solve things um, for, for people. And, and it, it can get overwhelming. It, the more you think of what's going on and the scale of it, and you as one person or one organization trying to help a hand or solve something, and you want to solve all of the things, and this also leads to burnout. Why do I say I had these three things? Well, uh, this is around 2017, more or less. And the performance one was, first of all, I was doing my bachelor's course um, in international development management. And just, you, you know, school, you, you have your projects, you have the exams, etc. And next to that, I also had um, activities um, in nonprofit organization that I was in the board. Um, me and my then partner were running this. And I, a lot of the work, so my own work, and my partner's work um, came on my plate at a certain time and also other people's uh, or, or other positions that were open that things had to happen. Usually I would end up doing it. So that is why I see that as like performance uh, burnout and then the relational burnout because uh, aside from having to perform <laughs> These things uh, um, that were also my partner's thing. I was being scrutinized. I was being emotionally abused, um, mentally abused um, in hindsight. And, you know, that that also caused a lot of stress and prolonged stress because it went on for five years, five years. Um, So... This also cost me a burnout and the um, activists, why it's not like I was um, really very active as an activist, but the the nature of my study um, did have to do with the social, political and environmental issues. And you have to think about it like a lot of us came into this study very, very naive to some extent very positive, um, very wanting to make a change, idealistic to an extent. And then our teachers <laughs> just went like, um, yeah, oh, we've been in this field for, uh, let's say, 20, 30 years. <laughs> and uh, here's, here's what you're going to have to deal with. And you're going to have to lobby um and and you know go against groups of people's power powerful people um people of profit um that that maybe benefit from the status quo you're gonna you're this is what you're up against if you wanna make some real valuable change and <laughs> going through that. In the course of uh, four years, the relationship happening next to it. You still, I still wanted to finish, you know, my course, and it was just, it was just too much. 
all of these things were happening at once. And then we were working on a project in the nonprofit and one of the project uh, volunteers committed suicide. So this was like the last drop, right? And at this point, I really, I really felt, I started feeling this burned out. I was uh, detached. I, you know, I, I was all, all of the things, all of the above that I mentioned before. And, you know, I kept going because I didn't know any better though. You know, I, I was slower. I wasn't achieving as much. And what I was achieving wasn't at my usual quality that I want for my work to be because I take great pride in my work. And yeah, I was, I was really, I was exhausted. And then I did kind of get a break when I went to um, my minor. I had a minor in creativity and art and of work. And I was so happy to be able to uh, be creative, um, you know, as an artist and it, it it really saved me in all in all that was happening. It was a real break for me um, to have this moment, uh, six months of the minor that I was really focused on being creative and honing my creativity. Um, and then afterwards, I went on to finish my thesis, which, you know, it, it, it happened slowly because I was burned out. I wasn't able to, as I said, perform as I would usually be able to perform. And uh, after I, I finished my thesis, I got my grade, I got my diploma. Um, that was in 2020. And at the end of 2020, after a hell of a couple of months of heavy very intense um, discussions with my then partner. Finally, I broke it off. And it wasn't until that point that I, I broke it off and I was going into that process of leaving the, where we were living together, finding my own place. And once I actually settled in my own place, um, Months later, after after the fact of breaking up, um, and and be, sorry, <laughs> I went a bit too fast. So um, after the breakup happened, um, right away I felt I felt all of the pain suddenly. So that detachment, that numbing um, that I had been doing uh, before as, as a form of survival, basically. I, I felt, I felt the pain come down and then, you know, I went, then I went through the process, like looking for my own place. And then, then I am in the place that I found, um, back then, um, this was in March, 2021. And then finally I could really sit with myself and start the process of recovery. And it took a while. Uh, it, it hasn't been until recently that I really feel like myself again. Like I can really feel that that the fire burning 
as, as bright as it used to. And now I'm taking with me that lesson that I learned um, not to burn myself out um, for anything and for anyone. And this is why I find it very important to, to take care of myself, to make sure that I get plenty of rest as soon as um, I get, I feel um, that I'm doing too much and that my stress levels are, my stress levels are, um, you know, hiking up again, the, the, the rain is getting a bit too hard, then I make sure to protect the fire. And I protect my fire by resting, by getting back to being creative, getting back into my creativity, allowing myself that moment. Uh, and a very, key, a very key example of how I do that is for example my now job i work at my old school and my job is now i live now two hours away and as a couple of days maybe one or two days in the week i would actually go there physically um but i'm very conscious and during that two hours sure i could work um but for me it's more important to rest especially on the trip coming back from work because a lot of times i know i'm gonna come back home and do some of my entrepreneurship things. And for me, it's then very important to take that two hours to completely rest and forget the other job, um, leave that, that, that stress or whatever it is behind and get to get home. And then I can actually do something else and I can make that switch without too much stress, too much rain on my fire. Um, yeah, and it's been working a lot, uh, and uh, I really enjoy this this way of working. And I'm vouching for a paradigm shift where we are not um, so focused anymore on the quantity um, of things. You know, like as I said before, that the our system is just so caught up in, in uh, you know, efficiency, maximizing output, constant drive, constant productivity. I think there needs to be a change from that constant output that it's not a sustainable way of living that uh, in general <laughs> for, for us as human beings, I think um, it needs to change then that businesses and whatever else we do, whatever endeavor we do, whether it be in, in uh, a business or content creator, or, which nowadays is kind of like a business, right? Um, whatever the case may be, that we adapt a slower way of living that is more in tune with nature and thus more in tune with us because we are, are a part of nature, even though we would really like to act like we're not, we are part of nature. Um, and yeah, that the, we the have this paradigm shift that we measure the value of things, not by quantity, but by quality. And of, for example, with this podcast, I 
I can make a lot more podcasts quicker, but to be honest, it, it probably wouldn't be good. I would probably completely be burned out and lose my fire and my passion for this podcast because I will be pressuring myself to put things out at a pace that is not in line with my current pace um, because the, I, 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 yeah, I'm a one-woman woman show and I'm not complaining. Um, it's just a reality of things. Um, I, I have my job. I have um, the business. I'm writing my book. I'm also developing myself further as an artist, as a creative professional, as a professional in general. Um, and there's just a lot of little things I do. And it's important for me to do take my time to do these things properly, do my research sometimes, do a little bit of writing, do a little bit of thinking, even, even if it's just sitting and then looking out of the window or going for a walk. These are all important parts of my process of growth, my creative process, um, and, and just my life. I've decided that these are important things for the quality of my life. Um, and those things are more important to me than making a lot of money quickly. Um, why? Because sure, I can kill myself making money quickly, but then I'd be dead, right? What's the point of that? But what will I do with that money if I'm dead? Okay. And what will we do? with money if the planet is that, for example. So I think that is what this um, crisis of burnout, burnout crisis is teaching us globally um, that, that we have to slow down, we have to reconsider our systems, we have to reconsider our value and what we value especially um, and move on from there and why is it important to slow down because if you don't slow down to kind of look at things um, from a different perspective then you will just keep going in that red race you just you know keep going and, and then you have you get burned out from being in the red race because we are not rats and why are we racing? Um, so on that note, I'll keep it here. I have to be honest to you, with you. This is like the third take. Um, and the second take, I actually had edited it and everything. Um, but then, I, I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like energy level. I thought, I barely want to listen to myself talk all this time. Because I was like pretty one-tone-ish. Um, so yeah, I hope that you enjoy this um, version of it. I certainly am enjoying uh, the recording of this uh, version a lot. And um, I'm glad I decided to redo it, even though now there's certain things that, I mean, it's not never going to go the same. Um, but I think I kept the most important things in there. And... Yeah, let me know if you enjoyed the solo episode. Let me know what your experience is with the stress, exhaustion, capitalism, <laughs> you know, life. Um, 
I would just love to hear from you. And also, I'm interested to know what other topics you are interested in, because I mean, I'm happy to keep doing topics that I come across and that I'm interested in. But yeah, I, I would really like to hear from you as well. What are you interested in, in hearing? Um, for example, would you like me to talk a little bit more about my, my knowledge in development work and like climate change and these things? Um, let me know uh, in the comments and don't forget to subscribe and help me grow this channel. Um, okay. Bye. Until next time on the Poison Honey Podcast.